There were five pictures that the girls took. In one of them, one of the girls had posed by resting her arm on a rock and gazing at the four fairies. In another one, it was a close-up on one of the fairies moving through the grass. The third was one of the girls standing off at a distance watching a couple of the fairies fly through the air. The last and fifth photo was one of the grass with a couple of the fairies dancing on their legs. All of the fairies had short, dark brown hair, dresses that fell to their knees, and wings that stretched from their waists to a short distance above their heads. One day, in Cottingley, England, 16-year-old Elsie Wright and 9-year-old Frances Griffiths went on a walk in the forest. After a while of walking, they reached a small pond where they found four paper cutouts of fairies. Elsie and Frances each took turns posing and photographing with the fairies until they finished with five photos. They went back home and showed the pictures to their parents, but only their mother believed them. Soon, word spread about the photos, and it soon became a popular topic. After 1921, the popularity of the photos declined. Both the girls moved out and married by the time they grew up, but the pictures were still holding the public's interest. Then, in the 1980s, after they moved back to the UK where the pictures were taken, they admitted to the pictures being fake, but they said that the fifth and last one was real. If we were to see other cryptids, like ghosts or monsters, would it actually be real, or would it just be our imagination tricking us? Although it depends on the situation, most of the time, it's our brains explaining it. Sometimes, if our minds can't base it on something realistic or that makes sense, our minds tend to come up with some pretty bizarre things. For example, if something falls in your closet at night, then you might assume it's a ghost. But actually, it's just a basket that was sitting on the edge of a shelf. It's a mixture of our cognitive and perceptual factors. Perceptual, as in when we make a memory, make a decision, or solve a problem, and cognitive, as in language, problem-solving, learning, attention, etc. After about 15 minutes of resting, the girls were feeling energized enough to go home. When they gathered their collected treasures and got up to leave, they heard a faint giggle-type noise right next to them. They were confused. There was no one else with them. They looked around the pond, hoping to find the source. And that they did. What they saw was something incredible that no one else had seen before. Fairies. One pleasant evening, two young girls went out treasure hunting around their neighborhood. They explored everything they came across, looking in every bush, flower pot, and rabbit hole. They soon looked everywhere on their block, so they moved on to a nearby forest, one of their favorite places to be. The girls entered and were immediately in awe. The forest was a magical place. From the towering trees and the sunbeams shining through the bright orange leaves, to the wildflowers scattered throughout the grass, poking out from behind every tree and bush. After about 20 minutes of looking, the two girls met a lengthy stream that led to a small pond at the edge of the forest. The search for the imaginary treasure took hours, and they were left exhausted and covered in dirt. They stopped at the pond and sat down on a rock that was leaning against a tree. 
Overall, the story of the Cuttingly Fairies was proven a hoax, and the photos were staged. Although it is an interesting tale, Elsie Wright and Francis Griffith did not actually see fairies at Newton. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm Victoria, and this is Lauren204. Thanks for listening!